This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Mile High Ambulance. Hey, EMM. We are excited to announce that we are now accepting applications for our second annual Diversity and Inclusion Award. The award is eligible to fourth-year med students identifying as underrepresented in medicine and are applying to EM residencies. We are extending three $200 awards to selected individuals following a blinded review of all applications. Applications will be accepted through the end of November with winners being announced mid-December. Check out our website at www.emergencymedicalminute.org EDI award for all the details and to access the free application. Or you can click on the link in our show notes. Thank you. Okay, so I got some visual aids today. Um, okay, so we're going to talk through a case first and then we're going to use it to kind of illustrate a point that I'm going to make. So 75-year-old lady... Um, I always like to point this out when this happens because uh, we always point out when patients look older than stated age. This lady looks younger than stated age. She's like, fit little grandma, you know this lady. She comes in, she's like, I check in with my doctor once a year and I don't have any medical problems. I take an aspirin and I take a vitamin. But I passed out today while I was moving around some Christmas decorations and I was with my my daughter and uh, I just, I have this goose egg on my head and I want to get checked out. What do you want to know about this lady? Why did she pass out? Yeah, to- that's exactly what I want to know. That's exactly what I want to know. Any, like, questions you specifically want to ask her? Yeah, like, what happened? Like, what kind of happened before you passed out, right? Like, how were you feeling ahead of time? And so she'll say, you know, I was feeling pretty good. We were just trying to move some heavy boxes, and that caused me to pass out. What else do you want to know? One thing that I like to ask about patients who come in with syncope is what happened afterwards, right? So, like, how do we define syncope? What's the definition of syncope? typically define syncope as somebody who has a loss of consciousness with an immediate return to baseline, right? And what are we trying to distinguish it from by asking that kind of question? Seizure, right. So we want to make sure that they didn't seize. The way that we define seizure is usually by that postictal period, that kind of slow return to baseline, versus syncope is somebody who passes out and then we have an immediate return to baseline. So we'll start asking questions about what were you doing beforehand and kind of what happened afterwards. I like to kind of go through syncope in terms of the differential because it helps me think about what I need to do in order to help work these people up. And so some of the causes of syncope are cardiogenic, and we can further divide that into a structural cause of, of syncope, meaning that there's something structurally wrong with the heart. Blood is not moving through the heart effectively, versus like an electrical cause of syncope, which is something that we pick up on an ECG, right? We won't go through all of the different causes because those can be a little bit harder to parse out, but things in the structural category tend to be things like aortic stenosis or in a young healthy patient, hokum, where that you know, blood is not able to move through the, through the heart effectively. Um, and then we get into the, the electrical causes of syncope. Those end up being things like long QT syndrome or brugada, and those are things that we pick up on an ECG. Um, so the other kind of causes of syncope, you can end up with neurogenic or neurovascular causes of syncope. This is stuff like blood in the brain, spontaneous, you know, bleeding, bleeding after trauma. A lot of times trauma patients will come in with sort of, I fell down, I was skateboarding, I hit my head. I felt kind of okay afterwards, but then I passed out. And now I'm back kind of either a little worse than I was before or a lot worse than I was before. So bleeding in the brain can definitely do it. And so I like to put that in sort of a neurogenic cause of syncope. I like to remind myself when I'm going through this part that I'm also gonna re-screen them for seizure, just make sure that they're, they're not seizing. I had a patient that came in and met me in Verdugo a few years ago that um, he lived alone, he was in his 40s, and he's like, man, I just keep passing out. I don't know why, but I just keep passing out. And it turns out, you know, he had some subtle findings on his neuro exam, 
he was not passing out, he just lived alone, and so he didn't know that he was seizing and having these post-ictal periods. To him, he was like, oh, I just keep waking up on the floor. So I screen them again for seizure as you're kind of going through that part of the differential. And then we sort of have this broad catch-all category of everything else, right? Is the patient's glucose okay? So we usually want to check a glucose on these patients when they come in. You know, do they have any causes, other things, like they've been bleeding before and now their hemoglobin is really low. Blood in the belly can cause syncope. It's probably from some vasostimulation. So uh, I had a patient that came in and met me in the jail ED a few years ago who had been beat up the day before in jail. And his stomach didn't really hurt that bad, but he could not stop passing out. And so we eventually scanned him and he had some bleeding that had just been sitting in his belly. You'll have ladies who are pregnant who come in and say, like, I think I'm miscarrying. I'm just having some, you know, I'm having some spotting. I think I'm probably about to miscarry. But man, that guy cannot stop passing out. And if you screen those people, they may end up having these ruptured ectopics. Um, can be like the reason that people come in with syncope. So kind of a catch-all category of everything else. But bleeding in the belly and, and hypoglycemia are really the things I want to screen these patients for. And then this is sort of my general way that I kind of go through syncope. Way down here is vasovagal. And the reason that I put that all the way down there is that a lot of times the reasons that patients come in with syncope is that they're having a vasovagal event. But if you put it up front, you're not going to go through the differential of absolutely everything else. So real trim down workup for syncope um, is a patient comes in with that, you need an ECG, a really good history and physical, kind of looking for any murmurs or any causes of structural abnormalities. And then just kind of some context around what happened when they came in. So you could probably trim it down to a basic set of labs that would give you a hemoglobin and a sugar, a really good history and physical, and an ECG. This lady ended up having a critical aortic stenosis and ended up having to go for repair. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Health One Continental Division, and Swedish Medical Center for their financial contributions to the EMM. Donations from them and listeners like you make it possible for us to fulfill our mission of producing and spreading free medical education to the masses. If you enjoy our show, please consider making a one-time or reoccurring donation to help cover our operational costs and keep the EMM awesome. Click on the link in our show notes to make a donation. Thank you for listening.